Hey friends, welcome to For the Record, episode number 113. Um, I'm a little tired right now. It's been a very long week. Um, this episode was with um, a lovely vocalist and singer-songwriter named Maria Massa, um, and we talked about her uh, current project, Maria Massa and the Mood. Um, she has an album coming out um, in the coming months called So Much Light, and she just dropped her single today which I wanted I wanted to put the podcast up so that it would coincide with the release uh she premiered a music video for her track I Can't Tell a really beautiful song um that went up last week on Pop Matters but the single is now available today for like uh through iTunes and Spotify and downloading and all that all the good stuff wherever you buy your music um I wanted to give a preface. There is a moment in this where I completely messed up on my facts and I bring and I make a big deal about this and I bring it up because I pride myself on making sure I get all my facts straight and doing a good interview, whether it's just a conversation or whether it's an interview. I like to go in a little bit like I I like to go in a little bit cold in the sense that I am not too much in my head and I just have a good conversation going. But I still want to know the facts about certain songs and people like that. I made a slip up and it wasn't a big deal in the episode or anything. It was like it was something we were able to laugh at, but it was just I've been beating myself up about it a lot and I'm just I'm leaving it in because I want people to know that it's normal to make mistakes and that it's a um, I messed up the name of a producer basically and it's just and and it's such, it would seem like such a small thing to someone on the outside like oh you wrote something down wrong but I I don't know I've just been beating myself up about it and um I I've had a couple interviews this week where I've messed up in that sense and this is your PSA to go get some sleep because sleep is really important even if you don't think it is um it has been a long long week um but I I really enjoy talking to Maria um her music is it's gorgeous I think that's the only way that I could put it um but yeah, uh, I the single is out today. Uh, I can't tell. Once again, you can pick it up anywhere you download your music, Spotify, um, Apple Music. If you want to purchase it, you can go to iTunes. Uh, buy music, support support your artists. Do good things. Okay, I'm probably going to go take a nap now. Um, <laughs> uh, here is episode number 113 of For the Record Podcast. We'll be back next week with a number of episodes on Wednesday and Friday. Uh, this is Maria Massa and The Mood. Enjoy.
I'm listening through, uh, like my phone's hooked up, but it's through a mixing board. So sometimes it like listening back, it'll cut out. So I think that's why I didn't hear uh-huh. it. But, um, oh, no worries. Also, my partner was yelling random things in the middle of her. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Like... No worries. <laughs> well, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm great. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing not not too bad. Not too bad. Um, trying to grab my notes right here. And yeah, um, I this is a super. I mean, this is for a podcast, so this is pretty much just a super laid back uh, conversation. I have some talking points about um, the new record and things like that, but that's that's pretty much it. Cool. Um, well, um, the first thing I was sent over, um, from you was I Can't Tell, which, uh, you put out on, uh, it'll be coming out, it'll actually, uh, be coming out tomorrow on the 9th, but, um, the video yeah. was premiered. Um, uh, I guess to start this off, where in, uh, your writing process did, uh, did I Can't Tell, uh, come about was that something that was on the on the day because you released an ep last may um was that a song that was from the ep or was that something that uh was a totally standalone track for you yeah so um i actually have a record coming out so the but i can't tell is off the new record gotcha that yeah i'll be releasing um this this like april or may yeah, they um, yeah they'd said that there was a record, uh, a full length album coming, but it didn't give it did um, in my notes it didn't say if there was like a date or anything like that yet. So yeah, wasn't we don't sure. have an exact date yet, but it's like ones that just like come to you in like an hour. <laughs> like sometimes I like dredge over songs for years, and I was just you know I have a super sweet loving partner that I've been with for five years, and um. Yeah, and I just was very inspired and wrote this song. Um, and yeah, it's been like, it's maybe the like simplest song of all the songs that I've written, but it's also like encap- encapsulates so much of like the love that I have for my partner. And so yeah, it just like, it came out of me really quickly. Was, is, is that kind of a theme that's present on the whole overall record that's going to be coming up, or is that just kind of the one song? I'm always curious mm-hmm. as to how like ideas will tie in because sometimes one idea in a first single can it can be the overarching theme for a full album, or it can just be like a, a little piece of the puzzle. It um, it's more a little piece of the puzzle. I think there's a couple of songs on there about. Um, there's a couple of songs on there about my partner, but they're less like lovey-dovey tunes. I think this is the <laughs> this is like the most like love love straight up love song um, that I've maybe ever written. And uh, yeah, so it is a theme, but um, not like a lot of the songs on the record are more maybe political or. Um, there's also like kind of this theme. I feel like this last year has been like uncovering a lot of things for me, like, um, you know, expectations, um, and what that looks like in my life and with my partner and also for the world. Um, you know, also like trauma and abuse, 
face and kind of like shining. Like I've just been like shining a light on my world and what that looks like. And that that's honestly the record in that way, like thematically is a little bit all over the place. Um, yeah. So, so I can't tell doesn't necessarily like, it's not just going to be an album of love songs. <laughs> gotcha. Um, yeah. Going back on something that you'd said when you were kind of uncovering a lot of things about yourself, like, I guess, how would you say that you've grown in that sense as a songwriter since the release of last year's EP versus, I mean, a lot can happen in a year. So, like, in what ways would you say you've grown as a songwriter? And if you even want to add in as a person, um, like, wh- what have you what have you personally noticed? Yeah, so I think... Um, well, this last record that I, that I put out, um, like I had a really close person to me pass away. Um, mm-hmm. and so a lot, like there was like a really big piece of my life. And so a lot of my last record was sort of processing that loss and, and also had been these songs that I had worked on, like since I was pretty young, that just needed to like have. A voice and then I wanted to put it out on the record and then kind of like let it go and move forward from it and um, this record I feel like I really really got to dig into the current like to what's happening in our world right now you know one of the songs that is on the record is called Conversation and it's about you know I wrote it before the Me Too movement happened, but it feels so relevant, yeah. even more relevant since that happened. And so um, it's about having those really tough conversations about, um, you know, sexual assault and what that what that can look like and how it can be really challenging but really necessary. Um, and so, I, I don't know, I think for me this year, what I've seen is, like, myself really digging into even deeper, harder topics, and I think it's some of the most vulnerable stuff I've written. Um, yeah, just like with my history and my past, like really digging into some of the experiences and traumas that I've had in my life, and kind of like opening up those for the first time um, in my songwriting. Um, yeah, so that's a big piece of. I feel like the record is me like working through a lot of things that hopefully other people can relate to, you know, and have. Yeah. I find that like, I find that as a songwriter, you like, you, it feels really vulnerable to write about these things and then you go out and perform it and people will be like, Oh, I experienced the same thing. And you're like, okay, that's what you hope for. Is that like, you're not just like sharing all these difficult things for no reason, but you know, to like help other people not feel alone in it. By, sh- by sharing your own vulnerability in it, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, when you when you're writing, <laughs> no, that's great. I mean, yeah. when you're when you're writing songs like that, when you, I mean, when you're going into something that personal, you are. I mean, whether it's subconsciously or when you say, "I want to write a song that talks about this topic," you're doing it to connect and to inspire sure. some kind of either to inspire some kind of a reaction or to not. I guess feel as alone as you or like not alone but in the sense of um feeling like you're not the only person that thinks this way because you go in and you think I'm the only person who has this viewpoint and then you play it live and people go um oh yeah I agree with that this is the same thing and you're just 
you're you end up getting taken aback as a performer. I mean, with that, um, are there any songs in that sense that you think are maybe a little bit? You said it's an album that's kind of that's about self discovery and about ta- talking about these harder issues and topics. Are mm-hmm. there any that are a little bit harder to play live, or to, because as you have to revisit them every time you play them, or is it all kind of? Um, is it all just kind of a level playing field in that sense that you're able to kind of get through any of them? Yeah, I don't, I don't know that they're harder to play live, but there's some that are more vulnerable than others. But I mm. like that's something I've like accepted. You know, I like I appreciate and think is really important. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know that any of them are hard to play, but yeah, there are some that like. I think when I first wrote and started performing out, I was like, okay, I'm not sure how this will be taken. Like, I'm, I'm really, like, in one of the songs, Shine a Light, which the record is called Shine a Light, um, and the the song, you know, this, like, talks about, like, physical abuse and emotional abuse that I've, that I've been through. And so it's, like, a pretty dark topic to be like, okay, yeah, here's, and and it's about me, like, going through, like, really, like, digging up these experiences that I've had in my life and, like, really facing them, like, looking in a mirror and being, like, okay, like, I'm gonna, the chorus is, like, shine a light on all the dark corners of my mind, and it's, it's, like, me taking, like, I pictured it as, like, taking a flashlight and just being, like, I'm gonna look at you, like, I'm gonna look at all these places in my life that I've been like in this dusty, you know, in this corner collecting dust. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to like really like expose them and face them and try to deal with them. And so, um, yeah, that, that to me was like a really vulnerable one to play out. I like the verses pretty like describe pretty traumatic experiences that I've had. And so, um, you know, and for me that was really vulnerable to like play out, um, but then I, I just had so many people come up to me and I'm excited to release it and see the reaction, but, uh, and see if I have more of this, but definitely playing it out. I have people that come up to me and are like, I relate to that song. Like I experienced trauma and abuse and I experienced these things, you know? So it's like, yeah, it's definitely, yeah. I was like, it's what we we're saying before. It feels so vulnerable. Like I, I and I, you know, I'm, I teach voice and I teach songwriting and stuff too. And so like everything I tell my students is always just like the more, if you're writing something and it's vulnerable and it's scary and you're like, I don't know what, like that's probably a good thing. (laughs) That's probably the thing that people are going to connect to the most. Yeah. Cause it's not the thing that everybody like is out there talking about, you know? Yeah, I yeah. well, going off of that, do you think as I mean, as someone who teaches songwriting, as someone who is a songwriter, do you think that you have to? I hope this question makes sense. Do you feel that in order to write a great song, you have to dig up demons or dig up darker parts of life, or is that just another method and another way of writing a great song? Yeah, I don't think everything has to come from, like, your dark trauma. I know a lot of songwriters are like, I can only write sad songs because when I'm happy, I'm, like, experiencing yep. the joy or whatever, you know? <laughs> so it's, like, a lot of songwriters, like, it's not uh, not uncommon to be, to use songwriting as a tool to, like, deal with 
weird demons and I yeah I don't know it's it's interesting because I don't think that I was digging up my demons so that I could write a good song you know I think that that was just something I was doing in my life and songwriting is a tool in which I know how to process those things actually it's it's interesting shine a light came from I have a a painter friend of mine who did all the like single or album artwork um if you check out my stuff you can see she's like this amazing painter and we share we have studios next to each other and we did this collaboration where she wanted to do a painting and then I would write a song to it and she painted this painting of me which was like I wasn't really expecting and then I was like oh okay so I'm gonna have to write a song about this painting of myself (laughs) this would be really interesting and but like I took it to my studio and I sat with it and it was like I was looking in a mirror for you know a couple hours and it was like really pain it it was really painful and really like like I don't know yeah it felt like I was just looking into a mirror being like okay what do I write and that that's that's where Shine a Light came from and that was like the base of it and I had already been doing this like work in my life to sort of like dig up these demons but that that was like a big piece of it was just being like okay I'm gonna like, look at this painting like I'm gonna look at a reflection of myself and sort of like what am I experiencing and and yeah that's where that kind of like image of shining a light just like okay like I'm, I'm looking at myself I'm asking myself these things so yeah I don't know I don't know that like you I, I, I don't know if people like dig up their traumas to write beautiful songs that's great and like for me it's just like something I do in my life and then like songwriting yeah. is a result of it yeah gotcha if that um, makes sense no, that makes perfect sense. Um, what was it that with this album, if there was a certain event or a certain moment or or chain of events that maybe, what was it that I guess inspired you on this to go back and um, kind of confront some of those fears and kind of write them in these kinds of songs and do that? I, I mean, talking about some of the things you'd reference I'm I won't get too political I'm not that kind of person but I feel like the election that happened in 2016 opened up a lot of conversation for a lot of these things oh my god yeah and like I was writing these songs like way leading up to it and like before that was happening I'm I consider myself like politically aware and you know it's not something I shy away from talking about but yeah. um yeah a lot of these i i was having a lot of conversations with the women around me about sexual assault and how we can change that conversation and how we can, can have the conversation and how we can move forward from it so um you know i have a song on there about that and also about police violence and um and then you know, there are some that are just more personal, like of, like some of them um, deal with loss and like, ex- yeah, I, I said this before, but like expectations of like myself and society and how like when you hold up these really high expectations, sometimes they can, you're just like setting yourself up for 
you know, failure, if you're like holding on to like how things should be, that's like, that's a theme that comes in throughout the album. Like that weaves its way into like definitely more like three or four, maybe five songs of this. Like when you're like, so when you're like clamping down on like, okay, this is how I want things and expect things to be and need things to be. And then like, you're, you're kind of setting yourself up in a way to be disappointed because you know you have to be able to let go a little bit of that and see things for what they are um so that that is a that's a kind of theme throughout that like i've been kind of learning those lessons in hard hard ways in the last couple of years whether it's through loss or just like with the election or with you know like how you hope somebody's going to respond to you when you have a hard conversation with them or what, whatever. And then, you know, just like if you have expectations going into it of like how you need it to go, it might, yeah, you might get disappointed. Um, so kind of dealing with that has been battle, you know, processing that in my life has mm-hmm. been a big reason why, um, like a lot of these songs came to be, would you say that, would it be fair to say with that, that theme of not, of, of expecting things to be a certain way and then having it not be, and the, the theme you said that kind of permeated, um, its way throughout the, the album, um, with, I can't tell, is it, is it fair to say that that's a theme that was touched on in the video? Because I remember when I watched it, it's like this, this woman is, dancing and it's this big production and she's with this man and then at the end of it I was like oh crap the guy's not even there is that I mean is that something that is touched on a little bit yeah so I mean one of the themes in my life is that I have a partner who I love very dearly and we've been together for you know I think five years this next month and congratulations um, that's awesome we're thanks yeah we're both musicians and we're both really busy, and so we both spend time touring with, like, other bands a lot, and so we spend a lot of time apart. So, like, part of me going into this relationship, or video was, like, I wrote, again, that's that's a theme throughout the record, too, that just, like, a, a, along with the expectations of, like, you know, like, our our lives are kind of all over the place and that like it's sometimes hard for us to plan like a month out because you know he gets called in for like a gig last minute and so like things change constantly for us like we don't it's hard for us to like make consistent like you know we can't it's yeah it's hard for us to make plans like three months down the road or whatever so part of what i wanted this um thing that I wanted to create in the video was that this was this woman going through her life, like kind of, you know, loving herself in this way. And then having this partner who was kind of always there with her throughout her like daily activities, whether he was physically there or not. And so I wanted to kind of, I'm glad that you got that. Like, Oh, is he there? Is he not? And for me, it was this kind of like, yeah, I, there's a lot of times where I'm going through my day, like feeling this really strong love that I have for this person, but he's maybe not, you know, physically even in the same country as me. Um, and so, yeah, that, that was kind of like that, that I wanted to have that 
like feeling in the video. So I'm glad that you got that. Yeah, no, it was beautiful. It was a beautifully shot video. I love a good music video and with with a story and production. I mean, I I, I like videos still where it's just maybe a band just performing in a room I, I still get a kick out of it but I really I guess I as someone who's who grew up watching I guess more theatrical music videos and rock stars oh, yeah. where it was all that stuff I, I whenever there's like a story or some kind of a theme I'm thrown into it completely <laughs> yeah yeah and it, it's so interesting because it is like one of the more like simplistic thematic tunes on the record and so it was interesting to be like, okay, how are we going to, like, what do we want to capture here? What do we want to say here? And, like, we went into it being like, yeah, we want to describe, we want it to feel like love. And we want it to feel like, uh, like, just different aspect. Like, you know, it's a pretty sexy song, so we want it to feel sensual. But we want it to also feel like, like, all the different kind of aspects of love, you know? And, um yeah and it's it's all it's all around this one woman and kind of like her her journey with love you know and um whether that's like with this guy or just on her own or yeah if that uh, that there, makes sense. Yeah, no, that does. Uh, there was something that I I totally just realized looking at the the sheet that I have with all my stuff in front of it. The cover art for I can't tell was that the painting you were talking about earlier? That that's that's not the painting that I did that song on. <clears throat> the, the painting that I did Shine a Light um, for was actually the, what ended up being the first single art for the Garden, which is. Um, which we released like a year ago, but is like the first, technically the first single off the record. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so you can go back and check it out. But it's by the same artist. Her name's Alexandra Becker Black, and she's amazing. And she does these beautiful watercolors. So yeah, this the the single art for I can't tell is by her, and all the art, like the out the future album art, will be by her too. Um, and we just have this like really deep. Like we're d- really dear friends and we're really inspired by each other's art. So we've really collaborated a ton together. Um, yeah, and she's been a, a big inspiration for me just in like our conversations and um, yeah, and what she does as an artist. Yeah, because I was looking at it and I'm sitting there like, wait, she was talking about a painting earlier. I know it's not for the same song, but I wonder yeah. if it was related in some way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, check out Alexandra's work. I'm I'm really excited about the album art too. Um, but yeah, all of her paintings are just like so epic. She's she's an incredible artist. Fantastic. Um, you yeah. So the the single was produced by Jay Most, um, Emily King, and um, Raymond Richards. What was uh, I noticed also as well that says that the album was produced by Emily King. Was that um. What I guess, what was that process like working with um, her as a producer? And I, I'm always very curious to know about the process with working with producers. Yeah, so it's actually, um, it was not produced by Emily King. It was produced by Janos, who does all of Emily King's production. I completely read, um, oh, wow, I'm really tired. I read that totally wrong. No, it's um, okay, don't worry, don't worry. Yeah, I mean, that'd be badass if Emily King produced the record. But yeah, yeah I mean... Jay, Jay Mo's, um, so yeah, I don't know that, 
so interesting. We all, it was kind of like this collaborative effort and like the whole record. Yeah. He lives in, um, he lives in Brooklyn. I live in Portland, Oregon. He lives in New York. So, um, so a lot of what happened was like, okay, these, I wrote the song and then I would go with my friend Raymond, who is a Portland, um, producer and, um, so I would go into the, into his studio and we'd kind of like do a little bit of pre-production. We'd record the songs. My whole band is on it. You know, my partner, Steve, um, Steve Swatkins, he played uh, the keys on it, all the organ and like uh, all the piano and everything on it. So I got, I got to use my like Portland network of people. And then I would send the songs to Jay Most or Jeremy and, uh, he would kind of like add some magic to it. Like on, I can't tell there's not, he added that like ripping guitar solo at the end. Yeah. And he, he added like, you know, he did some editing to it and then him and I would kind of have this back and forth of like, Oh, I'd be like, Oh, I love that. Or like, why don't you try something here? Or like, you know, I love where you're going here. So it would be just this conversation back and forth between the two of us. And then, you know, he kind of was there for like mixing and mastering too. So it was mixed, the album was mixed by this guy, Tony Lash in Portland and um, mastered by Bruce Brown and, and, and Washington. And so, you know, I was, we, Jeremy and I would be sending notes back and forth about the mixing mastering. Um, so it's so interesting because it's been like, who do we say produced it? And like, who do we say at the end of the day, like, how do we credit all the people that were involved? Cause it, it really was this like kind of team effort between all of us of like going back and forth and having conversations about how we wanted it to sound. And then yeah, the final result being what it is. Gotcha. But yeah, it was amazing working with Jeremy. I've never, um, I've never had a, I've never worked with somebody long distance like that. And so that was like an interesting I definitely was like, Jeremy, like, I'll fly you to Portland and you can just like, come be in a room. But he's like very much a, like, I work on these, I work on music in my apartment by myself at four in the morning. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't want to be in a room with people. And I'm like, oh, are you sure? Like, cause I'm all about being in the room with somebody. So it was kind of like a weird process for me to work back and forth like that. But it ended up being really cool. And he, is such a great dude and so creative. And I feel like he just added so much like beauty to the record and artistry of his own. It felt way more like a collaboration than like, and him like adding things to it than opposed to him being like, this is what I see for the record. And like, or have, you know, me saying like, this is what I have for the, I see for the record. It was like, okay, well, what do you bring? What do you hear in these songs? Okay. What do you hear? And it like really was this like back and forth thing that ended up being really beautiful I think that's really awesome when it ends up being a full-on conversation and it's not just I want to do this and they go okay and then they input it it's it's cool when there's two people kind of that have different but maybe similar visions and just what what is created out of that yeah I mean we definitely come from different backgrounds like you know Jeremy's like his he loves like really straight, consistent, like old school drums, like very New York 
I feel like where where we live really influenced like our backgrounds and I love like my drummer is this super creative drummer who like you know every phrase is something different and I love that about him and that to me feels like this kind of like northwest like creative really um uh simplistic and like supportive drumming and Jeremy likes this you know really like yeah just like straight ahead like so I so that really like we had some conversations where we had to like meet in the middle of things and it it did really feel like we were both bringing different creative vibes and that it like it ended up being like this mesh of the two yeah I, I'm not one of those singers who I like but just feel comfortable being like here I'll, I'll give you my song do whatever you want to yeah. it and like <laughs> that's the end of the conversation you know that like i am so i'm like too too care too much about the songs to just like hand them off to somebody like that but you know i'm grateful that jeremy was like willing to have that back and forth and i think it, it probably turned out better than i mean that i think both of us could have done on our own you know Fanta- that's fantastic. Um, so yeah. we'll wrap this up and we'll bring this to a close with uh, the last two questions. Yeah. Um, uh, the first one is, what do you hope fans take away after listening to, um, or excuse me, I'm totally stumbling through this and I'm, I apologize. I'm, I get, think I'm running on way too little sleep right now. Um, that's all good, man. Um, what do you hope fans take away from shine a light after they listen to it whether it's uh whether they're listening to just the song or a single from it or seeing you live what i guess what kind of experience do you hope people take from uh listening to it yeah i hope um i I think the main thing is that i hope people know can can listen to songs be moved in their own experiences or um you know, can have some healing in it. But, but I think I think part of my, like, um, thoughts on, you know, what it's like to process pain is to, like, to experience it, to look at it, and then to kind of be able to heal from it. So I think, I hope the music is moving in a way that can help people have a little bit of that, of their own healing. And, um and then can realize, you know, they're not alone in that. Um, and, you know, I hope then they can experience some joy from it, too. Um, you know, I, I think that that's part of the reasons why I write songs is to be like, hey, we're not alone in this. Like, we're doing this together. This is a collective experience. Like, we're all, we're all in this together. I, and that's what I want um, to come out in the album and this music. Um, yeah. What would you say that music means to you? Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> music is, like, actually everything to me, I think. It's like, this is, um, this is living, being alive can be really hard sometimes, and it's also an unbelievable, like, privilege that we all have to be alive but I think music to me music to me saved my life and I know that it has for a lot of other people and I I think music for me is the way that I know how to be like 
an active part of society. Like it encapsulates all the things that I want to do, which is just like, it's the way that I know how to give back. It's the way that I know how to feel good in myself and to bring that to other people when sometimes words fail me, you know, music is there. Um, music will like bring you to your truth, you know, like if you're, if you're not feeling super truthful and you get up to sing, like it's going to bring you there, I think. And, um, yeah, I think it's like the thing that connects us all together in a way. It's like, you know, you can be, you can have varying beliefs. Like I think I read this somewhere recently. I was like, oh yeah, duh. like, you know, you can have a Republican and a Democrat standing next to you. You can have a Trump supporter and a Muslim standing next to each other, listening to the same music at the same concert and, you know, enjoying the same, this, yeah, the same music. And I think that that's, a pretty amazing thing that you don't really experience in a lot of other places. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Music means so much. I could go on and on and on. About <laughs> music, but yeah, I, I think it's like one of the most special things that humans and like the world has created. Um, yeah. So I feel really honored to get to, you know, do music to be able to create music and to be able to share it with people and to, yeah, to be able to make a living from it, which is like yeah. unbelievable, like unreal. Like, <laughs> I wake up every day, like, oh my God, I can pay my rent and it's from this thing that like <laughs> I love the most. I don't know how, how, to, how is this possible? But, um, but yeah, it, so it's kind of everything. That was beautifully said. Um, and uh, last thing, if there's any, um, if there's anywhere that fans can go to check out, I can't tell where they can go to pre-order the record or get more information on it. Um, any links, any sites you want to plug? Sure. Yeah. So I can't tell comes out tomorrow on Spotify and iTunes and Apple Music and all those good platforms. Um, and you can check out like my Facebook page, but the band is called Maria Massa in the Mood. Yeah. And I'll just tell that it's M O O R E A M A S A. And you can find mariamassa.com or if you search Maria Massa in the Mood on Facebook, on iTunes, on Spotify, all those places, you can keep up to date with, um, yeah, when the music's coming out and where we're touring and all that good stuff. Awesome. Maria, thank you so much. It was an absolute pleasure to talk to you. I know I stumbled a few times in that, so thank you for bearing with me as a... Oh, um, yeah, of course. Yeah, Um, yeah, I'm I'm actually going to try and see if I can get this up tomorrow because I want it to... I want it to coincide with a single release, and I... Since I had the video, I thought in my head for some reason, I was like, oh, it came out last week. I can... But um, I want it to coincide, so let, I'm going to see if I can try and get this posted tomorrow. Um, and if not, I'll update you guys. But, um, yeah, I want to push this as much as I can. Thanks for chatting with me, and sorry if I blabbed. No, <laughs> you're totally... Like, never know with these things whether I'm going, like, way to, you know, meta and, like, with... No, like, you're great. No, the long... Out there with it. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were awesome. The long... Honestly, the longer a conversation can be, with, particularly with a podcast, 
um, at least in my opinion, the better because I that's what I love about this medium because it's just these long unfiltered conversations. Uh, so you kind of hear everything yeah. and you get you get that whole flow of thought and you really get to know an artist from doing this, at least, like I said, at least in my opinion. But um, yeah, thank you again for yeah, coming out. It was well, a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. And um, yeah, I'll be looking forward to seeing that out and I'll follow you guys and yeah, pump it up. So yeah, thanks for doing this with me. No worries. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay. All Take right. Take care. Thanks. Bye. Bye.